When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, listener. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to let you know about a special deal just for listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast. We're offering $10 off the annual subscription price. That means that you can get everything we do. Ten issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for 10 dollars off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Thanks for your time. Hail Varsity Radio on a Monday. We had uh, the Matt Rule, Trev Alberts press conference for you live. And uh, the man who said, you two need to get together. That is Nebraska and Matt Rule, longtime college football writer and insider with USA Today, Paul Meyerberg with us. Paul, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? I'm doing well. Good day for Nebraska. Good day for Matt Rule. It is a really good day, and the vision is the same vision with what Trev wanted, with what Matt Rule brings to the party, and each side a little back and forth, give and take, but the deal got done in that 24-hour window between Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Paul, let's just set it up for our listeners and let's talk about your interaction with Matt Rule. And the first time you had a chance to, to see him or cover him up close, uh, you've uh, detailed uh, just what, what kind of a coach and what kind of a winner he has been. Yeah, and what's been universal about Matt Rule's success is that there are no shortcuts. Um, there is not a lot of deviation from his very specific blueprint. And it really requires... Um, a number of adults in the room. And I think for Nebraska fans to see the way that he develops and builds this program, it'll be a refreshing uh, wake-up from what you've seen in the very recent past. So I think the most important thing that you can identify with Rule <clears throat> is that no matter what sort of you know end goal you're imagining, whether you imagine that he can win a national championship at Nebraska or if he can win a Big Ten championship or if he can win a Big Ten West championship, what you're going to see from the very start is a very uh, clean and careful series of player evaluation steps, player development steps that bring this roster into the condition that he believes that it needs to be in to win, it, to win, win period, whatever, however you think that winning is going to take form. Um, that rule from the very start of this process um, was a very obvious choice for Nebraska for me because I know what his mindset is. I know what sort of culture that he wants to build. And if you kind of list out what that is, um, when you slap that on top of Nebraska, that's just not a Venn diagram. That's just two concentric circles. So I think he matches up from a personality, from a chemistry and a culture perspective, just perfectly with Nebraska. Anytime I read or heard someone say in the last several months that this would not happen or that it wouldn't be a fit, 
it showed that they didn't know Matt Rule and they didn't know Trev Alberts because this is a very, very good fit. No idea if it's going to work, guys, because you don't know what the future holds, but all the pieces are in place from a coach, leadership, and resources perspective for Nebraska to gain a foothold back in the national conversation. Paul Meyerberg with us, USA Today College Football Insider, joining us here on Hale Varsity Radio as he was, I think it was 24 hours after Rule was released from Carolina. Paul, you had the story up on Nebraska and, uh, of course, Coach Rule. Let's let me follow up with the the end goal. What can Nebraska become under Coach Rule? I mean, what, what's what's their ceiling? So the ceiling, there is no ceiling, guys. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to fluff up that rule or because I want to blow smoke. There's no ceiling because the track record speaks for itself. What he did at Temple and what he did at Baylor, to me, are two of the most successful and unprecedented coaching jobs of the last generation. And to understand that, you need to know where Temple was, where he brought them, and you need to know what he inherited at Baylor and what he left there. Two unbelievably good coaching jobs, both done the same exact way. We're going to get down to our base level. We are going to identify the three or four or five things that are important to us, and we are never going to budge one inch from those things. And when you would go to practice when he was at Temple or Baylor, high energy, high enthusiasm, high contact, and there was no given. There was never, as he would say at Temple, don't put your hands on your hips. Because here at Temple, we don't put our hands on our hips. Or don't bend over at the waist. We don't bend over at the waist here at Temple or at Baylor. So it's this preaching of the very basic kind of ethos of the program. And you guys can tell me if this sounds familiar. It's about winning up front. It's about player development. It's about finding the right people from, a, from a, a, an emotional and mental perspective as much as a physical perspective. And I think certain things are universal. So when you combine the fact that NIL in place right now in Nebraska is very powerful, they're in the second best or maybe the co-number one conference in the country, they have a very clear pathway into a 12-team playoff with just that very basic level of 10 or 11 win success. There's no reason why Nebraska can't do incredibly big things under Matt Rule as long as people there are patient. I know patience is at a premium everywhere in the world, certainly in Nebraska, which is in the midst of the worst six-year run in decades. But if you are patient and you watch this thing through, the results that you you see eventually will pay off in a big, big way. Because the track record says that what he had at Baylor, what he had at Temple, he has that and more at his disposal at Nebraska. Yeah, and you say be patient, Paul. But with Baylor and Temple, it was a rough first year in both places. And I think some Husker fans are worried about what the first year could look like with Matt Rule at Nebraska. And I don't think 1-11 is going to be something that Matt Rule is doing next year. But what do you expect in a year one from Matt Rule? Is this going to be, you know, he's at a place where he can start from a higher place than he was at Baylor or Temple? Or do you think it's going to be rough year one still? I think it's going to be rough, but no, I don't think it's going to be 1-11. Also, guys, you know, the landscape has changed. You know, I did mention NIL a second ago in addition to that and the transfer portal. I do think that he's going to be much better equipped to compile a roster that maybe, I don't know, is a year ahead of where things were at Temple and Baylor. Year two at Temple and Baylor, they were six-win teams. Maybe he can get there in year one. But I would just hesitate to say that you're going to go to next year and expect anything more than four and eight, five and seven, or six and six. I just think you have to be very realistic. Because like I said, uh, does he want to win? Obviously. Uh, I mean, you don't go like 1-11 in your first year just so you look good in year three. I know how much he struggled through year one at Temple and Baylor or how painful those years were for him. Um, but I do think that you, you can't expect them to hit the ground running. There's too much done that, that there's too much that he wants to do behind the scenes, building the program from Sunday to Friday, 
to really yield some sort of breakthrough eight-win season year one. I, I would really pump the brakes on that a bit. But no, one and eleven seems ridiculous. There's enough talent on the roster. Uh, you got three wins and non-conference play conceivably. I just don't think one and eleven is is anywhere close to the realm of possibility. Well, and, and Matt, to, to follow up on that and to zoom out and look a little bit more big picture past year one, Greg McElroy in his podcast a couple days ago said he talked to a couple people close to Matt and. It seemed early in this process that Matt would only really pick up the phone for two schools, and he didn't name the two schools. I think we can assume one of them was Penn State. But he followed up by saying, or if a, another right fit popped up, and by right fit, the people close to, to Matt said that was somewhere Matt felt he could go and win a national championship. What is your reaction to that? Do you think that, I don't want to say national championship is the goal for Matt Rule at Nebraska and should be the goal for Nebraska fans, but what do you make of that as you know a potential aspiration for Matt Rule at Nebraska? National championship, is that feasible? Uh, uh, yes, it is feasible. I mean, you, you got to be ridiculous. I mean, Scott Frost could have won a national championship at Nebraska if he had done it right. The Nebraska program can win a national championship. They play in the Big Ten. They're extremely well endowed. They have uh, new facilities. They're an attractive place to play. They're an attractive place to recruit to. So I, I just think that's a ridiculous concept that Nebraska can't win another national championship. But to your idea, yeah, I think early last week when it seemed like I've always been very confident this was going to come together. But when it seemed like it might not, yeah, my mind went to maybe the idea that Rule would wait to see what happened at A&M. You know, he knows Texas. People love him in Texas. Would he wait to see what happened with Jimbo Fisher and maybe look at that job? I'm not speaking in terms of knowing that's to be the case, but maybe that was something that popped into my mind. But his, his affection and his infatuation, maybe, with Nebraska, and I believe he mentioned this today, it, it predates the last 60 days, guys. Like, this is not a dude who got fired at Carolina, but where can I get a job? What looks good right now? I think he's been tied to Nebraska from, a, from an emotional perspective for years because he is a guy, like a lot of us, when we were growing up, uh, if you turn the TV on Saturday and you got four games on TV that day, one of them was going to be Cornhuskers, and you're going to watch them kick someone's butt you know, the moment they walked onto the field. And I think if you're a certain age, you watched that, you were drawn to it, it appealed to you. And for a guy who was looking for a challenge and looking to put his imprint and write his name into some sort of history books as one of the best coaches of his time, Nebraska provides that opportunity. So I never bought into it even for a moment that he was not interested because I knew he was interested. And I'm really just good at I'm glad it came together because it is a good marriage. Uh, and more than anything, I do want to take a moment to give Trev Aubers a lot of credit. Um, one of the cleanest searches and hires of my career that I've seen. And more than that, as you guys probably know, a, a lot of ADs, a lot of programs will be highfalutin about who they offer a job to, who they talk to, and what sort of reciprocated interest they seem. Albert's identified rule, and he made it happen. And I think that's going to be for the betterment of Nebraska, obviously, and I think that will end up defining his tenure as AD with his ability to get him to sign on the dotted line. Paul Meyerberg with us, USA Today, college football insider reaction to the rule hire and presser today. Uh, Paul, a thought on... On Luke Fickle, because, you know, we've done the, the old carousel game for the last 70-plus days. Here's this name this week, right? And 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 I think you're right. I think Rule was probably, uh, as Trev said, 1A or right there. Your reaction to Fickle in, in, in Wisconsin, we thought Fickle may be a, a name for Nebraska. We, we really respect what Fickle's done. We respect what Rule has done. But, but him landing in Wisconsin... Uh, great get for the Badgers. I know it's it's not been real easy treading today for him. Yeah, it's, it's a great hire for Wisconsin. I, I it's, it's my belief, not based on talking to anyone necessarily close to this process in terms of how it unfolded with Nebraska and Fickle, 
Um, but you would believe, based off the financial um, just deals that you're seeing from each school, that Nebraska could have had a fickle. Um, I know money is not the be-all, end-all, but when you're seeing the difference in terms of what they're going to pay fickle and what they're eventually going to pay rule, clearly the dollars and cents were there for Nebraska to make that higher. I think it goes back to an idea, and, and not to steal thunder away from Wisconsin and Fickle. That is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic hire. I could take that program in a totally different direction. But if you just read the tea leaves of this thing, and no one knows if he knows the job offers is thinking, because, like I said, no one talked to him. Mm-hmm. But if you read the tea leaves on this, I don't think you just come out of it thinking that Alberts believes Matt Rule is a top-five coach in the country. My tea leaf reading on this is that if every coach in the country was available that Trevor Alberts would be gravitated towards Matt Rule because of all the things that he mentioned when Scott Frost was fired and what he mentioned again today. Just the checklist and check marks that he wanted, that was universal. What he mentioned in October or September and what he mentioned today, Matt Rule just fits and checks the boxes. So I don't want to get into a competition between who did the better hire. Mm-hmm. I think each hire in its own way is fantastic. But I don't believe if anyone was available to a degree that Nebraska would have gone elsewhere. I think they eventually would have landed on Matt Rule as their guy. Paul, quickly here, about 15 seconds. It seems like almost uh, assumed that these two names could be tied together for a while, Fickle and Rule, and their success at their next respective stops. Oh, no question about it. And you're going to see this comparison because this is going to be a key rivalry, even without divisions, for who people recruit, who people play, in terms of who's the third or second best team in the conference. They're tied at the hip. Fickle's going to win the battle because he's got a better team in 22 or 23 or 24. But I do believe that down the line, Matt Rule has what it takes to win the war. Paul Meyerberg, USA Today. Paul, best to you. Thanks for the time, as always. Thank you, guys. Talk again soon. All right. There he is, Paul Meyerberg. Good stuff. Up close for a lot of his career with Matt Rule coverage at Temple, at Baylor, now at Nebraska. Contra- contract specifics next with Hale Varsity.